Brands on Brands. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today we're talking about putting in the work. Practice, practice, practice for your personal brand. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, and today we are talking about putting in the work for your thought leadership. That's right, practice, practice, practice. What got me thinking about this is the world of personal branding can be a little confusing because there's so many different pieces of work, if you want to call it, things you have to put your time into to develop your personal brand. Everything from content creation, thought leadership, public speaking, networking, podcasting, YouTubing, blogging, social media, and all the things along the way, writing books, keynote speeches, all the things along the way that you have to get better at, these skills you have to develop, that over time, you know, they're all skills you want to have, but along the way, developing those skills takes work. And I just kept thinking about Kobe Bryant when I was thinking about this and there and his mentality and also Michael Jordan's mentality on practice. And I remember stories of, you know, the the reporters talking about how people like Kobe Bryant would be the first person in the gym and the last person to leave or before a big game, they'd be in the gym hours beforehand and the other team would show up or one of the teammates, the other teams would show up with one of their players would show up and they would think that they were getting there early. And then they'd see Kobe in the gym who'd already been there with the sweat for an hour. And it was Michael Jordan did the same thing. And when they were asked like, why did you do this? Or what was it about? It was, well, yes, the practice, but also I want the other person to know that I'm putting in more work than them. You will not outwork me, right? And that's easy for sports to think about how that works. But in the world of personal branding, entrepreneurship, creativity, it's not as easy to see where that work gets put in. So kind of to go behind the scenes a little bit, I thought I'd share with you guys, you know, what I think in terms of practice for this type of work. So for speaking specifically and coming up with those ideas, for me, I think having a podcast every week is a huge advantage. Having something where you're creating content and sharing your ideas and perspective every week is a huge advantage. I, on a consistent basis, have to get on the microphone and find things to talk about and say them in a way that's eloquent and makes sense or that connects with someone on the other end. I have to find ways to decomplicate complex ideas to share thoughts and perspectives that are mine on top of ideas that are other people's. And every week I have to come up with some new way to think about a topic in the marketing space or the personal branding space. And that's great practice. On top of that, I'm speaking, I'm public speaking, I'm working on how I say things, the flow of them, the rhythm, the ideas, the storytelling that's connected to it. And also the general diction, the reducing the ums and ahs of my speech, 
the timing of it. You know, can I squeeze an idea into a certain amount of time? All of that. I get practice every week doing this. Also, when I'm writing a particular presentation for a workshop or a keynote or some type of speaking engagement, within that, once I've built the idea out, I get here on the same camera I use for podcasting in my office and I record and practice that presentation over and over and over again so that I am very familiar with the content. Now, it's not exactly the same as standing up and doing it in front of a room, but I practice that as well. And the slides themselves are also things that when I design them, I'm working through them, I'm working through them, and I'm looking at other people's presentations in terms of their style. And I'm saying, what do I really like about this style of presentation? What do I not like? Do I like the colors? Do I like how many pictures they show? Do I like how basic it is versus how complicated it is? I'm analyzing all these things, doing the research, and then creating different versions of slides and getting better at that. So I think the practice is key, but the practice that goes in is less like obvious. It's not as much as a game time right before the moment. It's every day. What am I getting better at? And a lot of it comes from me seeing what other people do and then saying, how can I try that? How can I get good at that skill? And I think that's important. Because when a Kobe Bryant or a Michael Jordan goes to practice basketball, they don't just play a game. They sit and they find a couple of skills and they do those skills over and over and over again. They might do the same pivot, move, jump and shoot or layup or three point shot or, you know, whatever the move is over and over and over again until they don't miss anymore. And I found this piece of research that was really interesting, which was when they were trying to find someone in a study to memorize more digits in a series of numbers and trying to increase their capacity to memorize numbers. And what they found was people tended to max out at around eight or nine digits before they just couldn't remember random numbers anymore on a consistent basis. And then they changed the way that they were helping the person try this. In other words, when they were testing them, they would try to get to eight numbers and then they would add one more. And then if they were successful, they'd add one more. And if they were not successful, they would go back two digits. So they would be doing seven digit numbers that they got it right. Then eight digit numbers, if they got it right, then they do nine and then 10. If they got it wrong, they'd go back to eight. And then they'd get that right and they go back up to nine and 10 and then 11 and then back down to nine. And this sequential leveling up of the hardness and uh, and the practicing at that with that same pattern of leveling up every time, working towards a higher threshold of perfection or of memorization, if you will, for this particular skill, actually allowed them to increase the skill set dramatically over the course of the year that they were doing this. So instead of the nine digits that they were maxing out on consistently doing a different method for a year, with this method, they were up to first 20 and then 40 or more digits of memorization. And this is after seeing a number or hearing a number for the very first time. And that's crazy to me. It just shows you the capacity for our mind to learn and expand. And I think that that's true for any skill you want to develop. You know, what you pay attention to grows. And I think that's true with these skills. So what I, what I'm doing is I'm saying, not just how do I become a better podcaster or speaker? I'm saying, what is the one skill or a couple skills within each of these things? Like, what is the skill within podcasting? Well, 
How do I introduce the show a little bit better? How do I come up with slightly better topics? How do I do a slightly more engaging interview? Or if it's a YouTube video, how do I do a grabbier intro hook that's catching more attention? And I'm looking at other people. I'm saying, okay, what were the videos that got 4 million views? And what about this video was what made it successful? And then I'm saying, okay, can I do that? What's my version of that? And how do I practice getting better at that thing? So I think practicing in thought leadership can be hugely important. The things we just don't do enough. And another one I'll give for you guys today is is networking events. Anytime I go to a networking event, I'm doing more work before I get there than anyone I know. I'm going, I'm researching all the speakers. I'm seeing who might be attending, what they're talking about. I'm getting to know their content better. And when I meet them, I have something to talk about. And I know who specifically I want to talk to and where to go. I'm also taking pictures of the speakers that are there while they're speaking. And then I'm reaching out to them after so I can get to know them even better and hopefully connect after they speak have them on the show and pick their brain even further to understand what makes them tick and what made their ideas come to be. For me, that is practice. That is getting down there and perfecting my craft by getting myself around other people that are doing it better than me. So I think practice is hugely important. And I hope that uh, that was a helpful insight for you guys today. If you guys want to connect with me, by the way, I'm I'm working towards getting a book out next year. But in the meantime, if you want to jump on brandsonbrands.com forward slash B team, you can connect with me, join my newsletter and get information as it comes out about the things I am releasing. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great week and I'll catch you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsOnBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsOnBrands.com.